I'm thinking of making a website called time.was um, oh. that tells you what the time was a certain amount of time ago. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I need it in my life. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go. Let's do this. Hi, friend. Welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary land filled with ordinary people. I am your storyteller, Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz. So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we? <laughs> All right, well, we are we are starting uh, with how every day starts. Uh, in the sheep's head end, um, Jeffrey was really adamant about uh, both Jacques and Charlene staying at the at the inn uh, during the night. Y'all had like a little, uh, little, little like cool dinner. Y'all cooked some s'mores over the the new oven <laughs> that was brought into the kitchen because something happened to the old one. Who knows? Um, but y'all wake up. Um, and, and the sheep's head in to the sounds of blaring like trumpets coming from outside. Um, is it a song or is it like um, a heraldry, like that type? No, it's it's song-like. It's, okay. it's very like hype. It sounds like festival music, like a parade is happening. Dad, it's not time yet. Shut it off! I told you not to take the blanket off the birdcage! <laughs> what? Oh. What's... What's that? Jeffy! Make it stop! I told you not to take the blanket off the birdcage! <laughs> 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 So, so noise is happening outside. You hear like a lot of like uh, cheering and whooping outside. Like, like you know, there's there's people enjoying whatever is going on outside. There's a sound of a whoop as a person hits the floor after rolling off with the covers. Ow! <laughs> and the window opens up. And Charlene is there, completely entangled in all of the covers and her canary print pajama pants and pajama shirt. And she kind of just, like, leans her arms on the windowsill and looks outside. Okay, so you look outside. Uh, Jacques, what is Jacques currently doing? Jacques has been awake for a couple of hours in his room, and he's got the same excitement that he would have on um, the morning of Candlelight's. Um, he's excited to get up and open presents and see everything that's going on in town. And so he's already fully dressed and he's sort of sitting on his bed, um, kind of bouncing his uh, the balls of his feet on the ground, um, kind of, you know, letting off um, excited energy. And when he hears the horns straight away, he jumps up and is running out the room and down the stairs, uh, taking them a two at a time. Alrighty. So, uh, Jacques, you bust out outside through the front doors Charlene you're 
bust out through, I say bust out, you casually like lean up against the window, uh, looking out in front of the building. Your room is above the front door for Charlene. And y'all see it. The, the middle of this, of this road is just full of people walking down, holding like a bunch of like whale, like, uh, balloons on sticks. Uh, y'all know like those, uh, festive, uh, dragon things, uh, costume Chelsea where like, there's like a whole bunch of people in like this, like we, uh, like wormy dragon, like walking Mm -hmm. down. Uh, you see that, but it's not a dragon. It's in the shape of a whale. And there's, uh, oddly, there's just even more people on the, on both sides of the street, like watching as this parade of just colorful lights, people dancing, people playing various instruments. Uh, some instruments y'all have never really seen before because they're just, they're just absurd as this is just happening. Um, Jacques looks around at all these people and, um, he tries to work out does he recognize a lot of these people or does this seem like people he hasn't seen before? You, you kind of recognize a handful of people like in, in the parade, just people you've passed on the street when walking, no one you've really talked to. But a lot of the people who are standing in the, the crowd, you don't really know. And there seems to be way more people than there really should be for, for such a, a small town. Um, Jacques will walk up to one of the people just sort of the back of the crowd and sort of like pull on their sleeve to try and get their attention briefly. Yeah. Can I help you? Yeah. Hi. Sorry. Um, my name's Jacques. I'm the local of Heartbeats. Are you? No. So you've just come to town for the festival? Yes. Uh, the, the man looks kind of just confused. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to, um, distract from the festival. Thank you very much. And Jacques walks away. Yeah, so you you walk away, and what is Charlene's reaction to seeing all of all of this parade and festivities? She scrambles around in the the bedside table and her one bag that she's packed for her overnight across the street, and has pulled out a notebook and a um, a charcoal pencil, and flips it open into fairly empty pages, and just starts sketching the uh, she starts sketching the parade. All right, so you're sketching the parade. She kind of figures this really isn't like a big news story because everyone in Heartbeats except for her and Jacques know what's happening. And so it's not like she has to like write down lots of details and interview people. It's more like it's her chance to just kind of absorb it. It is one of those ones that she could send back to the city, though, if she was actually intending to do any of those, which doesn't super make sense if she's trying to hide from a crime family. But if she wanted to write it under a pseudonym... Yep, yep, all those thoughts, nowhere in her brain. She just woke up. No, I know. <laughs> um, so you're you're sketching the parade. Are you in your room? Did you go yeah. outside? What? No, I haven't okay. moved except for to grab the notebook and charcoal pencil. I'm still leaning out the top window. Woo, yay! Wrapped up in the blanket? Oh, yeah. I like blankets <laughs> everywhere. Little um, so Jacques, you you get a tap on your your shoulder. Um, yeah, I turn around. Yeah, it's it's uh, Jeffrey, and uh, it's it's really loud out in the crowd. So he just kind of like uh, gestures you over to come back inside for a second. What, Jeffrey? I can't hear you. It's very loud out here. 
If you want to talk to me, I might have to go back over into the, the sheep's head inn. Just like points to, to the sheep's head inn and nods and starts walking in that direction. You know, be it like only 10 feet away. I wonder over. So uh, as y'all get in, um, the, the sounds of the parade get a good bit quieter. Every looks at you and smiles. From the upstairs window, which is directly above the door. <laughs> yeah, well, from from outside, you can, you both like uh, Jeffrey and you, Jacques, can can hear Charlene's whooping and hollering. Seems like she's enjoying the festival. Um, how are you enjoying it? Well, um, I've I've only been outside for thirty seconds, but it's been a good thirty seconds. I'm looking forward to the the next bits of it. Um. I didn't know so many people came to Heartbeats. Like, for the festivals. Yeah, a lot of people really like to visit for festivals. And then they leave and I have to clean it up. Anyway, uh, this letter came for you and Charlene. And he, and he pulls out a letter from his, like, pocket and hands it over to you. Oh, um, thanks, Jeffy. Um... Who normally delivers mail? Because did they just leave it with you because they knew I was staying here or? Or. Well, well, who delivers the mail? Oh, Basim and Torres. Sorry, Basil and Turtles? (laughs) No, Basim and Torres. Like, Basim and Torres. Oh, I haven't, I haven't met them yet. Okay. Okay. Um, that's fine. Um, okay, well, thank you for the letter then. Cool. I'm going to go back to greeting a lot of people as they come off the train. And he, oh. and he, and he starts, like, walking away. Slowly, like, he looks, like, kind of dejected. Hey, Jeffrey. He, he stops and turns around. Do you want me to do that? And you can enjoy the festival? No. And he looks around. Between you and me, I just have a sign that says welcome. <laughs> uh, I I know. Um, I'm actually going to go enjoy the festival. I only lied because of the letter. And he winks, Re- really like awkwardly too. He just like l- leans his head and does like a, eh. <laughs> and he uh walks and he continues walking out of his door. <laughs> okay. Um, Jacques goes upstairs with the letter and he knocks on Charlene's door. Um, hey, Charlene, I know you said that you'd throw me out a window if I woke you up in the morning again, but are you already awake or should I start running? (laughs) It's the festival! What? Oh, fine. Okay, good. Um, Jacques opens uh, the door um, and steps in. Charlene stands up and attempts to start picking up all the blankets and throwing them on the bed. But she, like, pulls the blanket that she's standing on. Mm-hmm. And I'd like her to roll to see if she falls out the window. Oh, no. This might be the first damage of our game. Um, sure, as you are trying to uh, quickly uh, unbundle your yourself right next to this window that you're already kind of, like, halfway leaning out of to try to throw it all on the bed, uh, please roll me dex plus dex. 
that's an eight. You're able to uh, not fall out the window. <laughs> you, you're able to quickly um, get all these blankets onto the bed. And oddly, they, they look really like nice and not not like nice and neat, but like they're not all bundled up, um, but they're like nice kind of flat at least. So it'll make it easier to make a bed if for Jeffrey, I guess. Uh, hi. Hi, Jacques. Um, festival outside, is it? Did you see the giant whale with the, and the streamers and the, look at the thing over the, where's Jeffy going? Um, he's going to enjoy the festival, but uh, he left us a, a note. Um, not a note, a letter. Uh, okay. Who's it from? Oh, I haven't opened it yet. It's like, um... When you and your siblings get a shared present on um, candlelights, okay, and you open you sit it on first, the bed, and then you fold the blankets. Um, open the letter. Okay, Jacques puts the letter down and uh, starts to open it with the pinky finger of his left hand. Okay, uh, you open the letter, and you both go over the contents of the letter. It is um, the current acting mayor, um, Mr. Conrad. Bah humbug. He bah humbug. Bah humbug indeed. It doesn't feel like candle lights anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, asked y'all to meet him at his uh, office, which used to be the mayor's office. Double bah humbug. <laughs> uh, as he as he needs to talk to both of you uh, as soon as possible. It it has vital importance to the uh, festival at hand. Gives us a job to do on festival day. <laughs> um, okay. Jacques looks down at the note and he reads it twice to make sure that he's reading it correctly. And then he lets out a big sigh. <sighs> what does it say, Jacques? You got to work on festival day. It's, uh... it's, it's Mr. Stem saying that there's something vitally urgent he needs us to do today. And it's about the festival, but we need to go to Mayor Kurtz's office. Fine. I'll meet you downstairs. Gotta finish folding these blankets and then I gotta get dressed. I don't think Mr. Stem really likes canary pajamas. I don't Probably think Mr. Stem not. likes fun. And canary pajamas <laughs> are definitely fun. Thanks! Jacques gives, a, Jacques gives a pair of thumbs up and then leaves the room. It's just a few minutes and Charlene meets him downstairs and she's got her satchel and her scroll case, one over each shoulder. Um, Jacques has grabbed his umbrella on his way through, um, as well as <laughs> a, uh, a rock that's hanging loosely in his left hand. And he says, um, best to be prepared. <laughs> I like the way you think, Jacques. It's why we're friends. All right. Do you want to try crossing the road to the festival, or do you want me to? Crossing the road? Yeah, we have to get to the mayor's office. And there's a parade between us and them. Ah. Oh. She opens the door to the sheep's head in, and there's still just lines and lines of people hooping and hollering as they go past in the Whale Song Festival. Jacques walks out to the um, festival crowd, and... Um, he sort of puffs his chest out and makes himself look slightly broader. It doesn't work. He's still skinny as anything. And he says, <laughs> um, out of the way, official festival business. And he starts to push through the crowd to the front. Me too. I'm with him. Me too. Hi. Oh, I really 
like your hat. That's a really cute hat. Oh, what a small child. Oh, that's that's not a child. That's a dog. I'm so very sorry. Um, wait for me, Jock. And as Jock makes it to the front of the onlookers, he steps out into the parade and just walks along with them. <laughs> Jock, how is this getting us across the street? Jock? Jock, where'd you go? So after uh, after time um, trying to get to the mayor's office, we both meet up at the mayor's office about a good 45 minutes later <laughs> as the parade was going in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> and it's like, it took Jack a bit of a minute. Jack just had to like find the circle and make his way back through the back rows and then got caught again and had to go back around. Charlene, I'm so sorry. I made a terrible mistake. I thought... It'd be quicker if I joined the festival line, but it took me at least 20 minutes to get to the front and change the direction of the festival to get back here. Chuck, why did you change <laughs> the direction of the festival? Well, I wasn't going to walk against the stream. Chuck! <laughs> it's okay. I think I got it back on track. Chuck, literally, they're still following you, and now they've stopped. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Welcome to the mayor's office. <laughs> but yeah, they're all just stopped. <laughs> the, the mayor's office. <laughs> Mr. Parade, um, if you could just like start around the corner of this building. I know it's not a beautiful one. The other ones across the street are much better. Just go kind of lead everybody around and then just make a big circle and just be as loud as possible. We'll only be a minute. Um, the the woman who's leading the parade. Um, Do you have a name for her? Yeah, her name is Ray. Ray Miki. She's Casper's wife. Uh, I don't believe y'all have met her. No, I did. But she we met oh, her yeah, yeah. at the town hall meeting. Ray just like nods, goes, okay. And she she starts like waving waving the parade on, and it continues forth, uh, turning turning around as the parade slowly uh go, goes and goes back into the position where I guess it was prior. Um, we are now outside of the mayor's house. Jacques, seeing that the festival is continuing, Jacques. Um, turns back to the mayor's office and opens the door and holds it open for Charlene to go in. Charlene just waltzes in like she owns the place. Mr. Stem, your appointment has arrived. <laughs> so you, you walk into the uh, small lobby that was very colorful on the inside. Now it actually, it, it seems repainted with, an, with like a, just a beige, really boring uh, and the woman who now sits at the desk before was Candy is now some other like uh, scrawny, gaunt-looking woman. Her her hair is all like tied up in like a bun, like a librarian bun, and her glasses are like partly way down her nose. And she her she doesn't move her head up, but her eyes like just look up. Can I help you? Yes, um, I'm Sh I'm Jacques, and this is Charlene, and we're here to see uh, Mr. Stem. He sent a note to us saying that we were expected. Mm, okay. Actually, he sent a note summoning us, so you should probably go get him. And the parade outside that's marching around the building, that's the parade for us. They're waiting on us. She glances to the, the door, like the, the glass doors. 
Looks like your parade is leaving you. I bet you get that a lot. No, it's circling the building. It'll be back. <laughs> circling the building like shocks. I'm sure that's what all the parades say, don't they? Let me buzz you in. Buzz. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I didn't give my name. Charlie looks down at the nameplate. Yeah, so the, the nameplate on there says uh, Mrs. Mildred. She She's just staring at you, holding down the button. Uh, that's not making any noise, but she's just staring you down, Charlene. She's not backing down from whatever you're saying. Oh, good. And Jacques just walks through the door. I'll be back. So you all go into the, the mayor's office where um, Conrad is sitting at the, the desk with his elbows on the desk, uh, hands together, you know, resting, resting in front of his mouth. Good morning, Mr. Stem. We got your letter. Charlene goes to the chair and leans on the back of it and just stares at him. What exactly did you need from the two of us? Now, oh. this time of the morning. Also, why really? are you out enjoying the festival? Also, why did you send a letter? We could have gotten that three hours from now. <laughs> so, as you're uh, staring at Conrad, uh, from behind him and kind of to the left, there's like a, a small little door. You hear um, a flushing and the sound of a sink turning on. And after like a few seconds, it turns off and the door opens and Conrad walks out. Oh, I was not aware y'all were here. And he snaps his fingers and the version of him that was sitting at the desk kind of fades and fizzles away. I guess you didn't hear us enter with the entire town and visitor parade behind us. I have my bathroom soundproofed. What exactly did you need now? Such hostility. You woke me up at nine in the morning on the day of a festival and you sent a letter. What do you need? That's strictly not true, Charlene. You were awake enjoying the festival when I brought the letter in. Jacques, you're not helping. Sorry. Thank you for coming. How are you today? How has your morning been so far? Meandering. Oh, isn't the town all? Now, please take a seat. And he takes a seat um, in his chair. So, I have a important favor to ask the two of you, as you two are also new to this town and the only people who I know who have ties with uh, the old crone I believe is is what she's called the one that lives in the forest you're going to have to be a little bit more descriptive we know a couple people that live in the forest do you have anything else to go on Mr. Stem I believe that her and her assistant, Miss, uh, and he looks down at his paper and kind of flips it up. Miss Astrin Bellamy. So I believe that is really the only people who live in the forest, Miss Coltrane. No, there's also the Raccoon King. The Raccoon King. Yeah, but he only comes out to people that are nice in the forest, so you would never meet him. But he does live there. So what exactly do you need from this old crone and her assistant? And from the Raccoon King. Yes, well, 
what I need from the the old crone. Uh, such an unflattering title. I assume that she's very beautiful and not at all a crone. I don't know why you'd assume that. Names are usually pretty descriptive. For example, yours shows that you're willowy and easily broken. I'm pretty sure you are neither cold nor a train. Ah, and that's where you make assumptions, Mr. Stem. That I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, um, I was unaware of this until it was brought to my attention that one of the key events of this festival is a uh, herb mixture that is burned while the during the final hours of the festival and to what I have been told by many of our fellow residents that it is a vital and necessary part and I could really use you to to acquire that for me as you know where the old crone lives and you have a friendship with them if i am to assume correctly we'll get your festival pieces but next time come yourself don't send a letter shock i'm ready when you are we have an adventure to get to Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. You can contact the show on Twitter at HeartbeatsCast, and you can follow our irresistibly charming storyteller at Adapzander, the irrepressibly compassionate Jazz at Orange Like Jazz, and me at Potentially Rob. If you love the show, share it with the people you love. Bye, friends. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, like, th- those are their names. Basin Vetus okay. and Taurus Vetus. Yeah. Um, I thought you were speaking the- Latin for a second and putting a hex on me. Um- <laughs> <laughs>